0: Now, now, the Crash and Mars podcast, 1023 Now Radio.
1: Hey, producer Logan here. It's Thursday, August 4th. Today on the Crash and Mars show, they talked about teachers hooking up. Apparently, they're the profession that's most likely to be hooking up on the job. So the more you know, right? We also talked about FML moments. So that one time where you're like, seriously, can anything else go wrong? And then it does. Plus... Being put under. Do you like it? Crash is super weird and he seems to enjoy it. And some of the now family tend to agree with him. Anyways, here's Crash and Mars.
0: This is the Crash and Mars the Crash Show. Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alright,
2: nothing going on in traffic, guys. It's looking pretty good this morning. Uh if you do happen to see something though, already okay, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, an Edmonton woman and two men trouble with the law. Apparently, there was a traffic stop that happened last Sunday. Now, it wasn't in our city. It was out near high level at Highway 35. But it was what they found inside the vehicle that has them arrested, basically. Hmm. Inside the vehicle, first of all, a person wanted on outstanding warrants. Yeah. A ton of guns. An explosive device. What? Now, they say the explosive device was one that's commonly used in seismic work. So, uh, like, oh, for, like
3: for. For, uh, like, blowing rocks and stuff? Yeah, it looks blowing like it. The,
2: the guns were not theirs. They had been stolen from a business in Hay Re- River in the Northwest Territories. Multiple 12 gauge shotguns were seized, along with a rifle and a handgun, all of them with ammunition. Hmm. So, explosives? Oh, yeah, they had drugs on them, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's kind of a given, I think. They're all really young, all under the age of 30. Mm Wow. So uh, yeah, they of course uh, have been arrested after a routine traffic stop. <laughs> Strathcona County RCMP have issued a plea to ha- uh, for help from the public after a 91-year-old man went missing from Sherwood Park. Mountie said his family members are concerned about the well-being of Alan Lawrence Nelson after his family didn't hear from him since Monday night. He is described as about five foot seven, one hundred fifty-five pounds. He has brown eyes, white gray hair. Uh, he drives a 2001 Cadillac El Dorado. It's white. With an Alberta license plate, and that is also missing.
3: Really? Yeah. So do they suspect he just kind of took off? Yeah,
2: they think. They think that maybe he had um, some short-term memory loss or mm. uh, confusion. Anyone who may have seen Nelson or his car is being asked to contact the Strathcona County RCMP immediately because... His family is looking for him, so that is a 2001 Cadillac Eldorado. Hmm. That's like there's a picture of his car. He looks like he's standing next to it. Yeah, he's pretty happy about it. That car stands out,
3: and nobody's spotted no, it. Yet. No
2: one's seen it, and like hmm. yeah, that car is. Uh, like, it's, it's not
3: kind your of pimp. it's, yeah, it's not your typical car. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. So if anyone has any information on that missing man, make sure that you contact uh, Strathcona County RCMP. Okay, a Saskatchewan man is in some trouble. Uh, apparently, he's been uttering threats towards our prime minister, Justin Trudeau. Mounties received a complaint on March 30th that this guy jumped on social media and started to threaten him.
3: Oh, no.
2: An investigation was launched by the RCMP and their National Security Enforcement Section.
3: I guess they are got to look into everything,
2: right? A second complaint of a similar, uh, similar nature was made on July 13th. And a 41-year-old man named Christopher Hayes was arrested from his home in Grayson, Saskatchewan.
3: What kind of threats are well, they uttering? Well, see, no? I was looking like into it's, it. It's one thing to give your opinion. And if it's a profanity-laced opinion, meh, can't really do too much about that. So was it an actual threat? I'm
2: going to say it was.
3: It would have to be. It I would, ha- like it would have to, to be, I it?
2: want to kill, you know, yeah. or I'm going to seriously harm. Yeah. Because you can't just, you can't just disagree with a policy no, and, then and the have, have the police, your no, down. this is, this is Canada. Does that sound ridiculous? It, it totally and sounds ridiculous. And that happens ridiculous. all around the world. It does, but, yeah. You know, this is Canada and you're allowed to disagree with government. Yeah, it must have government. been a threat. It must have been. They're not, uh, the nature of the threats, they haven't yet released. Uh, they say that they're, they can't speculate on whether or not someone may or may not act on the alleged threats. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, we became aware of those alleged threats, conducted an investigation, and laid charges against that one person. Mm. Do you think they're overreacting, or do you think that the threats were, I'm, like, I'm going to come to Ottawa and I'm murder. guessing
3: there had to be threats of harm for them to do anything. Otherwise, I think the media would have a heyday with that, right? If it's just a comment. What if somebody were to threaten us? Well, I've, I've chatted with lawyers about uh, Facebook <laughs> stuff, and there has to be an actual threat.
2: Like, there has to be, like, a...
3: regular Joe Blow to do oh, anything yeah, about Oh, yeah, because you
2: were being harassed yeah. pretty bad on social and media. And they said, well,
3: there's no threat. It's, yeah. It is harassment, but, yeah."
2: So, like, that person who was... Harassing you on Facebook would yeah. have had to have like said like I'm I want to kill I want you. to kill you and then
3: that's a threat or I'm and then going you can, to yeah and then they can actually act on that mm. but
2: that's why I'm guessing just this has harassment to be and just whatever yeah because yeah. he's not like I just disagree with Justin Trudeau and the cops knock down your door yeah. it's not gonna happen I
3: hate liberals right yeah you can't
2: why didn't they just ban him you know he, because like to be to be totally honest with you and this never really happens with our show. Mm. But you guys really hate some other people who work here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are great. Yeah, you guys are great. But if someone becomes unruly...
3: I'm going to guess right? this this guy was a troll. If, he, if they ban an account, you just start up another start one. Start up another one. Yeah, it's and not hard to start another and one. And then that's the way that it goes, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, well, you know that ISIS or any other terrorist group is struggling when they change their tactic for recruitments. ISIS apparently has announced that they are trying to soften their image. (laughs) I know. That sounded ridiculous. But they are. And how are they trying to soften their image? Well, they have an online magazine. I don't know if you knew about that. But they do.
3: What, like ISIS Monthly?
2: Yeah, I think it is ISIS Monthly. Oh no,
3: no. That's
2: what I call my that time of the month. (laughs) I'm in a bad mood because I'm on my ISIS Monthly. Oh,
3: no. How many other people can relate?
2: Oh, boy. Uh, well, they are trying to soften their image. So in their online magazine, they have started to release pictures of their terrorists holding kittens.
3: Ah, oh, no. That's not going to soften your image because everyone's going to think that you're doing bad things to the kittens.
2: Right? That's my first thought was, okay, first of all, the kitten looks like it wants to kill itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to rescue that kitten and punch that terrorist in the face. Yeah. Uh, so they've decided that they are going to jump on, like, the kitten craze of the Internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not just kittens that they're using. Uh, it also shows terrorists laughing while kittens jump up into their lap. Like, oh, a kitten! Like, like they're good people. They're good people. Uh, they also have images of them saving honeybees.
3: No, they probably it's took like they're our, being, they took our honeybees they're being
2: gentle <laughs> they're being gentle with the honeybees apparently mm. yeah uh, which is interesting <laughs> and they're also showing pictures of terrorists sitting around uh, with laughing children and uh, children hugging jihadists
3: now now family does that no, soften no, their image five this. six 6 <laughs> yeah
2: I don't it's so weird what a, so
3: strange this world. Why would, that they we even, live in? why would they even bother doing that?
2: Uh, because I think people aren't signing up, and that's getting them a little concerned. Like and they that, think that, that's
3: going to get signups.
2: Yeah, I think that, like that, uh, that image of like extreme violence or like the you know the AKs over the head—it's mm-hmm. just not appealing to millennials anymore. <laughs> so, they're, so, they're ch- <laughs> so they've got to change it up, you know. It uh, shows children in playgrounds, bustling marketplaces with terrorists shopping
3: for vegetables. Yeah, people are saying that is uber creepy.
2: It is creepy. You guys right? should see the
3: images. Uh, Andy says, well, heck yeah, that'll cause me to join. <laughs> <Andy>. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, it also shows terrorists working and volunteering in functioning hospitals, helping out in schools. And again, my favorite is shopping for vegetables at a market. Like
3: terrorists. they're just like you and me.
2: Yeah. They're just like us. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Um, people are wondering if you got this story from the dark web. No, I didn't. It's uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> this sucks. Hug me or I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, you're right. Here, I'll get a picture up in the app for you guys. Bear with me. I'll just put this up here. Is
3: this a magazine shot? Uh, yeah. This is
2: from the New York
3: uh, Post. Yeah, and they're just sending out. Uh, where Where do you get the ISIS monthly magazine? Uh, I think like literally, it's online. You just download it and Or I don't I, you
2: know what I, I can't tell you. I don't check out Isis Monthly. So. I guess
3: nobody wants that mailed to their house. Yeah, right. right? You <laughs> don't <laughs> you know Oh what? damn my Isis Monthly didn't show up.
2: Yeah. Uh, this text here from Cindy from Beaumont. She says, Oh my god, this interesting news about ISIS. All I can say is I roll. Yeah, mm. I know. They're trying.
3: That is a cute looking kitten.
2: It, I know, but the kitten looks terrified. It does. <laughs> right? This one here says, that sounds like my ex.
4: Oh, no, no,
2: no. Yeah, pictures up in the app there if you guys want to go and check that out. All right, uh, let's do an honest survey this morning from you guys. Uh, How many people like to um, or will only exercise with their partners with the lights
3: off? Uh, You know what? I've never really done a lights off deal. I'm a lights on Uh, kind of guy. No, it's because you're a dude. But no, and nobody's ever turned the lights off. If I'm like, well, wow. well, what's up, what's up, what's up? Really? Yeah, nobody's turned the lights off. I think that would be weird. Because this is a... Um... I think you don't want to see my face.
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because according to this study, and I mean, maybe Crash is just getting with really confident ladies. And this is actually kind of disappointing for ladies. 75% of women said that they disliked their bodies. So because they don't like the way that they look? Yeah. They turn the lights off.
3: What? Ladies, keep the lights on. Because all you ladies are confident Demi Lovato. <laughs> Where's you? This was your jam yesterday. It was. Are you telling us you turn the lights off? Well,
2: I'm going to be honest, like I'm not a, I'm not, you know, like Hey, put a spotlight on my naked body. I'm definitely not that. Well,
3: if you had like pot lights and like spotlights, that would be weird, but just a regular overhead light. Yeah,
2: I don't even, you know what? No. When I think about it, it it has to be on a dimmer. I'm not saying dark, Mm -hmm. but I need a dimmer wired in. So, like, if you take me home and you don't have dimmers on your lights, I'm out.
3: Can you just put a dimmer on there? Because it
2: it's all about the lighting, really.
3: I'm going to hit the bottle of wine over here. Yeah. <laughs> Not only does it have to be dark, but I have to be drunk. Mars has a purse full of <laughs> dimmer switches.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. You don't play this and lights are blaring and you're oh, like, no, oh, I don't. I don't. 75% of
2: women claim they dislike their bodies. 66% said that they are ashamed of their appearance. And that they do not want to have the lights on. Now, when dudes were asked, mm-hmm. this is crazy, uh, 75% of guys said they don't care what they look like.
3: Mm.
2: And 80% of guys say the lights have to be on.
3: Yeah, I, I enjoy the lights being on. I want to see what's happening. Yeah,
2: well, that's because you're right? dude, If right? I'm going dude's in for like- a
3: kiss, I don't want to kiss a pillow. I want to kiss your face.
2: Yeah, right. Well, you
3: can't well, if things are flying all over, I want to see your face, right?
2: The survey also revealed that 38% of men said that their partner would probably not find them as attractive if they saw them naked, but they didn't care. They still want to put the lights on. <laughs> so dudes don't care whatsoever no. about how they look in the blaring light. But it's the women who are saying that they would rather have like lights off
3: because it's... Uh, What's your take on this now, family? Dudes, are you leaving the lights on? Like, here, let's go to Logan in the the booth Yeah, over right, there. sure. Yeah. Uh, Logan, you're uh, happily in a relationship yeah. in your new home there. Oh, uh, are we talking lights on or off? <laughs> no. Oh, I think we lost Logan.
0: I can't hear you. Oh, no. oh there oh, we you
3: go. Okay. Oh, really? Okay, lights on or off?
1: <laughs> lights on or off? Yeah. Oh, you guys always get me for the sexy questions. I know, we do. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm I'm a lights on kind of girl. Hey, oh, there we go. See,
2: yeah. lights on.
1: I, I'm, I'm proud of what I'm
2: working. Yeah, there you go. We've got our own Demi Lovato working there. <laughs> so. That's awesome, thanks. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this text here says, Mars likes the Demi because, quote, she's a strong and independent <gasps> woman. Right? That's what that dude said to me at Home Depot, and he yeah. was right.
3: The Russian dude.
2: Nathan on the south side says lights on, Mm -hmm. all the way. Another one here says lights are fine, but a bright overhead burns
3: your eyes out. So you want a dim lamp in the corner? Yeah, I like
2: a dimmer too.
3: Do you like (laughs) lamps or candles? I'm okay with either. I've never had candles. I've never, I've never. Candles can be dangerous. I've never been able to have the candle fun.
2: Yeah, another one here says I can attest to your study, Mars. Non-confident girls uh, do want the lights off. Yeah. I dim. Let's go dimmers, maybe.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude says, I prefer lights on, but my girlfriend always shuts them off.
2: Yeah, that's because she's part of the study. <sighs> uh, Christine says, seriously, lights on, lights off, lights dimmed, don't care. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> She'll just take it wherever. So,
3: doesn't matter the lighting. She
2: says, I'm confident with my body. I've got three kids. I don't have time to worry about the other lights. Just let's get this done.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Mars, the other day you were saying that you don't have time to uh, have some fun off the top. I don't have a lot of time. Get right to it. So, you're wasting time shutting the lights off?
2: I'm dimming them. I I don't need darkness, because I can't really, like, I can't see very well.
3: (laughs) So there's a lot of like fumbling and weirdness that goes on. I could just see you like rolling around in the bed. And the guy walks in the bedroom with two glasses of wine. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you're not in here yet? Sudden,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was happening then? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a dimmer. I like a dimmer. Yeah, not yeah. lights
3: off, just dim.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this one here says, I'm a guy and I'm just happy to get laid. I don't care where. I don't care what time of day. Fair enough. Yeah, that's Fair right. enough. Oh, yeah, dim light, Sherry Parkline agrees with me. Mm-hmm. This one here says, I'm confident, but lights stay off. Yeah. This one here says, lights on, lights off. Can we talk about on bed or off bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Apparently, for that person, it's happening anywhere. <laughs> and anytime. Anytime, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. With the candles, too, people are saying you can use them for extra fun. Hmm?
2: Oh, like wax dripping and stuff?
3: Yeah. Burns. Yeah, wouldn't that be torture? hmm Although, oh, right, I guess yeah. some people are into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, there's that study. So, ladies, just, you know, be more confident, I guess. And then this the... one,
3: glow-in-the-dark body paint.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, that can get right Damn, up there. Damn, yeah. All right. How much do you guys love chicken wings? Like, is it your go-to when you're at the pub? You just, you'll put back a plate of wings?
3: I do love a good wing. It can't be the, uh, like, really wet battery ones, though. It's got to be, like, a dry. Like a dry chicken wing. Oh, yeah, because you don't like hot wings. Like, you're a salt-and-pepper kind of guy. Salt-and-pepper, like a teriyaki. I can handle even some teriyakis, teriyaki's are a little Teriyaki's wet, though. Yeah, but it's not, uh, I don't want a big doughy, like, battered, battered wing. Oh, battered wing. Yeah.
2: You just want, like, a flavored, nice hot wing. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, chicken wings, when it comes to dudes is like the crack cocaine of bar foods. Mm. If you have 15 hot buffalo wings in front of you, you're probably going to stuff your face full of all 15 wings and then order another basket. Absolutely. Well, apparently in New York, men like chicken wings so much that they deep fry them, they smoke them, they grill them, and apparently they also steal
3: them. (laughs) How do you steal a wing?
2: A father and a son duo stole $42,000 worth of chicken wings from a restaurant. Damn. Went and bought themselves, like, a pedo van.
3: No. And
2: started to drive through neighborhoods selling their hot wings.
3: Like, they would deep fry them in the van? Yeah,
2: they put to, they put up this, like, uh, deep fryer and seasoning station in this white van. And they would go through neighborhoods and sell their hot wings like for pe- construction guys who were working
3: or people who were out on the street like a food truck just not a legit food truck I would never buy chicken wings from a pedo van driving through our neighborhood <laughs> 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 did they have a speaker playing music what were yeah, their music like be? I think
2: it was like the ice cream truck of chicken wings that's what these guys did nasty. Uh, now they got away with it for quite some time because apparently people in the neighborhood really enjoyed the chicken wings mm-hmm. and it wasn't until someone ratted them out saying there was a weird van driving around selling chicken wings that they were busted. Uh, they have a prison sentence as well they had to pay back the $42,000 uh, in monetary form for the chicken wings that they stole but apparently they made a ton of money doing it.
3: People actually bought from this van? Yeah. that is People bought from the van. Like, I'm sorry. If you're sitting in the backyard and then you're like, what? What is that? What? I oh, go- my God. It's a chicken wing van. I'd yeah, go check it out. No, you wouldn't. Oh, come on. A chicken wing. Crash, you love chicken wings. You didn't even want to buy ice cream from the ice cream man. Because he looked like the uh, crypt keeper. He did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you? <laughs> That's the guy in our neighborhood. I'm yeah. not lying. And he guys. had a mad scullet. Yeah, but these guys look okay. Yeah, you know,
3: I could pick up a couple,
2: you know, two dozen chicken wings. No, you wouldn't. Put them in the fridge, have them for dinner.
3: That is disgusting. Uh, sure, why not? What do these guys look like?
2: Uh, they just look like two regular dudes. Two regular New Yorkers.
3: So you'd buy all them. Father and son. What if a uh, skullet dude showed up selling scullet chicken dude, wings? No, no.
2: I think that would go over really well.
3: I don't know about that. If it was a legit business, absolutely, yeah. I'd buy wings. Uh,
2: Ahmed from Tofield says he's pretty sure you've heard that you'll buy seafood from the back of a truck.
3: Uh, no, Mars said she would. I said I would, yeah. Not me. I'm not touching that seafood.
2: Yeah. Uh, this text here says, I'm from Winnipeg. I'd buy pierogies from the back of a truck. No problem. Uh, you know what? I would do a pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course he would. All righty, in sports, uh, everybody's gearing up for the Olympics. The opening ceremonies are on Friday. I guess Giselle Bunchen got cut. Oh, really? So yeah, mm. I, I think their budget for the opening ceremonies is like 120th of what uh, Tokyo's was. I think that's what I was reading.
4: Really? So yeah. they're
2: making cuts already? They're making cuts. Mm. Uh, but I thought this was kind of interesting. The U.S. men's basketball team at the Rio Olympics will not be staying at the Athletes' Village. Apparently, uh, the U.S. women and the U.S. men Mm -hmm. will be living on a cruise ship, according to media reports. What? The men's basketball team is made up of 12 highly compensated NBA stars, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing... We're
3: not staying in those (laughs) crappy accommodations. So what... uh, what, Do they pull up, like, this fancy cruise ship? Oh,
2: yeah. It's it's fancy. It's a fancy cruise ship. Are we
3: talking, like, yacht styles?
2: Yeah. Uh, the women uh U.S women are staying there as well it's bigger than a yacht it's literally a cruise ship
3: damn
2: uh this isn't the first time that they've done it uh apparently they've also stayed on cruise ships uh at the 2004 games in Athens they refused
3: mm. to stay in the dormitories as well I guess those people are making multi millions of dollars well, it's a year, like right? LeBron
2: you, James. Yes. Yeah, you know. expect
3: them to sit in a little tiny hotel. Yeah. That's missing its sink.
2: Uh the USA basketball teams, uh the like the organizers got together and said to the media, listen We haven't stayed in the Olympic Village since
3: 1988.
2: (laughs) Gross. Yes. Gross (laughs) and suck it. Well. So there you go.
0: The Crash and Marsha. Crash and Marsha. Join the conversation. Now radio.
2: All right. I don't know how many people in your uh, office or where you work are getting it on and uh, hooking up with each other, whether or not you're married, but there's Mm -hmm. a new survey out and it looked at the, uh, like, professions. And they're your pretty typical professions. They don't really go into crazy detail. Um, But there is one profession that are more likely to cheat on you than any other job. So if you're currently married to or currently dating people who do this certain job, chances are they might cheat on you. I'm going to guess. Do you want to put a guess in?
3: Yeah, I'm going to guess lawyers.
2: Lawyers is on the list, but it's not number one. Really? Yeah.
3: Hmm. What profession would be the most, yeah, the, like, cheatable? the
2: most, yeah, the one, the one profession that will most likely cheat on you, that will end the relationship because they're uh, they're straying. Uh, You'll find out. I have. Well, let the now family guess here yeah. too. Shoot us a text five six seven eight nine uh, if you want to guess on what profession cheats the most.
3: Welders.
2: Welders.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm guessing not. Let me
2: see if they let me just see if they're even in the top 10. Uh welders not in oh, the top did, they 10 they didn't make the list. No, nope, okay. no, you can keep going though. Uh, bartenders and servers? Uh bartenders and servers is on the list, but it's not in my top 5. Really?
3: Cuz you did that at one point. Yeah, I did. And uh you've shared numerous stories over the years yeah. that a lot of things happen when oh, bars yeah. close, well, right? of course. Yeah, we were young, we were hot. Uh sex <laughs> psychologists.
2: Uh psychologists. On the list, not in my top five. That's
3: actually on the list. It
2: is, yeah. Really?
3: Yeah. Are you, are you talking like they do that with patients or no?
2: Just they just, they'll just stray from
3: their relationships. Bankers and stockbrokers. Uh, that's coming in.
2: Bankers and stockbrokers. Not in
3: my top ten. Oh, this one. Pilots. Pilots number three. That's not at the top. It's number three. Oh, please, pilots are all over the country and the world. Yeah, staying no, in hotels. Number three police and nurses Police and nurses?
2: Yes, number uh well, police no, but uh medical profession number 5 mm. on my list. So doctors and nurses. Firefighters? Firefighters not on my list.
3: <laughs> this, uh guys, I guess dentists? De- <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> not on my list. That didn't make your list. No. Uh real estate agents.
2: Uh in the top 10 but not in the top 5. We're, covering, we're still like, looking for number 1. No We're one's-
3: covering like everything here. Uh, Anyone working in oil patch camps? Oil patch camps from HVAC. Brad.
2: Oh, I I thought okay. I thought you said like HVAC
3: or HVAC guys. Oh,
2: HVAC not on my (laughs) list, Brad. Uh, And oil camp guys not on my list either.
3: Bottle pickers. We're now going. (laughs) We're now going to bottle pickers. No,
2: you guys have missed like one of the biggest professions.
3: Doctors. No, that's number five. Greasy car salesman. That's coming in. Uh, Sales is on the list, not in the top five. Just salespeople in general? No. No. Um, male strippers, no? No. <laughs> plumbers. No, not plumbers. Teachers.
2: Teachers number one. Teachers number one. A new survey is out that finds that if you're with a teacher, they are more likely to cheat on you than people in any other job.
3: That's because teachers are all young and hot nowadays.
2: 27% of teachers... Admitted that they've cheated on someone. Wow. 27%. Uh, now, if you're wondering what the top five are, teachers coming in number one, lawyers number two, pilots number three, media number four.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that happens. I've it's, done it many times. It's
2: probably happening right now. <laughs> uh, and doctors.
3: I'm like, Can we go to commercial break, please?
2: <laughs> teachers. Yeah,
3: I can't believe that's number one.
2: You know what, though? Do you remember being in school and there was rumors of, like, teachers looking up with other teachers? Yeah, but they were old. That was non right? in my schools. All my
3: teachers were old besides the one hot art the teacher. The art teacher, yeah. Yeah, who was probably in her 20s and she came bouncing in, and all the uh, the older teachers, like the ladies, were like... Pff. Oh, yeah, of course. That's and all the do. dudes were like, damn, <laughs> right?
2: Damn right. Mm-hmm. Do you know a teacher? And, uh... Is it, are they, uh, you know, are they getting it on with each other?
3: That one trip, uh, I forget where we, uh, were. Uh, we, we had a layover No, no. Uh, I'm thinking uh, when we were traveling on the uh, plane, I think we were transferring in Houston. We had a layover there. Mm-hmm. And remember that teacher was like t- talking to her friend. She's like, don't tell anyone that I'm on this trip.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember right? that? I'm like, well, stop saying yeah. it.
3: And she was half cut and she was just young and flirty.
2: Do you know of teachers who have hooked up? Were teachers in your school hooking up left, right, and center?
0: This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now
2: Radio. I think traffic's looking
3: perfect, too. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. nothing
2: for you guys. It's Excellent. true. Excellent. Uh, okay, so we asked you guys about um, teachers wow. and, uh, and this survey, and I'm, I'm just a little blown away right now at how many people. Are texting and saying that they were the ones who hooked up with a teacher. I didn't think there would be this many. And I think they were students.
3: Well, yeah, some of them were. There's some of them, right? Yeah, like Jolene on the app says, my gym teacher got it on with a grad student at his grad. What? And everyone knows.
2: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is that what she wrote? Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> like that would have been a dream come true for some, I guess. Yeah,
2: I guess. I would imagine, do you think that there's like a Maybe maybe not hearing. Well, maybe here in Canada, it does happen too. Where after people graduate, like grade twelve students, yeah. Do you think that like if there was any sort of like relationship with a teacher, like they go back on and get that on?
3: Possibly, but wouldn't that ruin the teacher's reputation? Right. If all of a sudden it's found I mean, out that they're now dating a student that graduated. Like a year prior?
2: Alright, well this text here, uh five, six, seven, eight, nine, says, Hey guys, it wasn't right after grad, but I was nineteen
3: when I started dating
2: my social teacher.
3: I guess you're you're of age. It sh- it's it yeah, just Yeah, she was
2: nineteen.
3: Yeah. That's like doctors can't date patients, right?
2: Yeah, but she had already graduated. Yeah. They they forged a uh they forged a relationship during school hours. But
3: everyone would question if anything was happening before. She graduated, yeah. right? Besides your art teacher,
2: yeah, would you have dated any teacher in your school? As age, like a-
3: after you graduated. After I graduated? Yeah. Besides the art teacher? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe? Uh, no. No, no I, they not were, in my class They were all either. like really old. Old, yeah.
2: See, it wasn't until I got into um, like university and college where mm. this happened a lot. Mm. A lot. Yeah. Like I even knew people who were hooking up with their professors. When and it's with in their university teachers. and oh, oh, yeah, college, the, yeah, is it appropriate? No, I don't think it's so. Still not appropriate. We're, yeah, we're yeah. talking university college at this point. But yeah, I had a few I knew people who were like openly like, yeah. I went out with Professor So-and-so last night. Were people
3: okay with
0: it? No, because I'm like, that's why your grades are better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) This 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 is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. One, oh, two, three. Now, radio. Well, somehow
2: we started talking about hooking up with teachers and uh, teachers hooking up with other teachers. I want to read you this text here. It says, hey, guys, good morning. My dad was my mom's high school teacher. (gasps) Really? They were married as soon as she graduated.
3: How much older do you have that
2: info? Uh, no, it says they were married for 22 years. They had three kids. Yeah, he worked at the same job as that teacher for 36 years. It was well known, but they never fired him. Hmm. So her dad was her mom's high school
3: teacher. Do you think in that situation there was stuff going on before she graduated, oh, or of they course. just, or they just had eyes for each no, other? No, you, no, you, you end up hooking up. Of course, Oh. yeah. That's how I was going to say how often does that happen? But look at the text coming well, in. let me right? read
2: you this one here from anonymous. It says, "Hey guys, I was dating a teacher who cheated on me with multiple other girls. So he went out
3: and just cheated, yeah. cheated.
2: I also slept with an old teacher of mine.
3: If an old teacher came out of the woodwork now, Mars, would you give no, me a chance? No.
2: <laughs> says we would have actually dated, and I had, I, I, if I had not found it weird to call him by his first name and not Mister So and So." Oh yeah, that's another thing. Do you call them Mr. No, or Mrs. So and so? No, I don't think you do that in school anymore. I don't I don't think kids say no, Mr. Hermes. You gotta do that. No, I think it's all first name basis. What? You're like, hey Jeff! Yeah. Did you grab my paper yet or what? Yeah, I think it's all first name basis. Seriously? Some some of the schools that my friend's kids go to, it's uh first name basis. Wow. With the teachers, yeah.
3: Hmm. Uh, Kathy, how are you doing today? Good. Do you know someone that has been involved with a teacher? Or a teacher involved with a student.
1: Well, my kids go to a school in Beaumont, and because they're four years apart, my daughter and my son, Yeah. it seems like in that four years, I know four teachers that have been divorced and then married to another teacher. So now they go by a different name. I'll be like, oh. where's so-and-so? And they'll be like, oh, they married so-and-so.
3: And it's in the same <laughs> school.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, they actually split the teachers up. So then one teacher will go to another school. Yeah, There's only like five schools in Beaumont, but honestly, there's four
3: teachers that have been divorced. Oh, my God. What's going on there? (laughs) That's teachers.
2: Right? It's the same thing. I remember being in school and going on like summer holidays and then coming back and teachers had different last names and it was like the same name as the gym teacher now.
3: And everyone's like,
2: Yeah, it's the same thing because they all got married or hooked up or whatever. And they just act like nothing happened like yeah. kids will be like where's your other
1: husband they just pretend like what other husband are you kidding Yeah like so he weird. just doesn't
3: exist and he who? was moved to another school
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah That's great. Thanks for that Kathy. Thank
2: you.
3: Take yeah. care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
2: All the time. Every summer we come back from school and there'd be teachers with the same names and
3: That's crazy. Yeah, it was like it was, what do we call you now? Yeah. Who are you with? Who are you? What? What did you do <laughs> and <laughs> who? <laughs> what? Uh jump to you, Dana. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going? Good, Hi, good, good. All right, so do you know anyone that has, like, hooked up with a teacher?
6: Oh, my God. Our My high school was terrible. Really? We had one science teacher who was known for taking care of the track team.
3: Oh, no, <laughs> oh my no. God. No, are you serious? Oh, no.
5: Yeah,
6: and she, like, it was, like, her marriage broke up because of it. Because yeah. of all the, like, the numerous affairs. Yeah. And then we had uh, two male teachers that ended up leaving
3: their wives for students. Wow. Yeah,
2: I think that happens a lot.
3: Is that after they graduated?
2: No, that was when they were in school.
3: Really?
6: So there had to be, like, a big, like, tribunal, like, whether the teacher could stay or whether the student could stay. Yeah. And then they ended up having, like, the students go to a different school to finish off their their diploma or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and then they were able to continue dating.
3: Huh? And the teacher kept his job. Yeah, amazingly enough. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
6: So it was teachers hooking up with teachers. There was teachers hooking up with students. <laughs> teachers and taking care of the, I the learned t- anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the Crash and Mars Show. Yeah. Join the conversation. 1-0-2-3. Oh, now radio. Well, teachers are dirty.
3: You guys are just swapping. Uh, this text says, uh, hockey coaches and hockey parents are actually the same as the Beaumont teachers. Oh. Every season, there are changes. There must be a swap meet each year that I've never heard about. Not that I would want to take part in a swap. I'd rather have, uh, traded in and up. Traded in. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> you makes You don't sense. want
3: to swap. You just want to trade up. Yeah. That's
2: right. <laughs> uh, this one here says, when I was in high school, one of the newest teachers was only 22. I'm pretty sure he slept with half of my friends. Mm. He would even come to our high school parties. He ended up marrying one of his students. He did get in trouble a few times, uh, almost lost his job. So, near the end, he started behaving. When we would go to bars underage, he would be there and he would buy us drinks to keep our mouths shut about his secret side affairs with the students. Wow.
3: It's like I will get you drunk if you shut
2: it. See, I never had a twenty-two-year-old teacher. No, mine were all old curmudgeons.
3: Oh, now all all, all you teachers are hot. Yeah, no, you're no, hot. You and your hot bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jamie, how are you doing today? I'm good. Excellent. All right. So, uh, do you know someone that uh, hooked up with the teacher or teacher teacher love or what?
6: I do. There was at uh, my kids' school. There was two teachers that hooked up and. Uh, People knew about it, and uh, apparently the one husband found out and came to school and took a baseball bat to the uh, guy's car.
3: Oh, no way. That's drama. (laughs) Guaranteed all the kids surrounded, and they're like, Of course.
6: Yeah, Yeah, it happened during school hours, so yeah. Yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Love a little drama at school, right? That's good. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing they divorced, right?
6: Uh, No, actually, I think everybody is still together, as far as I know. Seriously?
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for that Jamie. No problem. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, you take a baseball bat to someone's car and you're still in a relationship? God, that would have been so much fun to watch when you were a teen. Oh. Just
2: watching that guy lose yeah. his mind. If that mind. happened nowadays
3: too, everyone would have their cell phones out, yeah. snapchatting, filming it for Facebook. Okay, we'll do one more on this. Sure. Uh Josh, how you doing, bud? Not too bad, how are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, so uh, you know someone that hooked up with the teacher?
4: Yeah, when I was growing up, uh our principal hooked up with uh, the secretary at school. Uh, one of the one of the students seen it after hours uh, in the photocopier room. <laughs> oh, damn! And
5: shortly after, the principal uh, resigned from his position. Decided to take up local politics. Decided to run for <laughs> Very fitting. <laughs>
2: All right, here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, two men in Edmonton have been charged because they were going through St. Albert and flashing people.
3: Oh, no.
2: Yeah. Uh, there was a string of flashing incidences in St. Albert over the past two months. A 34-year-old man has been charged with an indecent act after police were called to him exposing himself at a Dollarama.
3: At a Dollarama? Of all yeah,
2: places? he's at Dollarama. A lot of traffic through Dollarama. Different I, age groups, maybe. I guess.
3: Was it just one dude? Uh, no, it was two. Two dudes.
2: Uh, they've also arrested and charged a 44 year old Edmonton man uh, after he would approach people in quote a partially clothed
3: state. Did these guys know each other? Nope. Did they? They didn't tag team this. No. No, they They're not like, not. high five, bro, you really got that one. No, they <laughs> literally
2: just uh, took it upon themselves to go to St. Albert from Edmonton. <laughs> Weird. And go expose themselves. Uh, the charges against the 44-year-old man include him exposing his genitals to a 15-year-old girl at an Earl's.
3: Ew. See, if I saw that go down, that guy would get popped in the, in the face. The face? Yeah, yeah,
2: probably. Yeah. Uh, also, he ran naked from the waist down through the parking lot of an original Joe's restaurant.
3: What do you get out of that? I don't know. I guess it's a thrill. You get off on it. And like coming out of an OJ's and you see a guy booking it across the parking lot, it'd be like, what the?
2: Yeah. Right? <laughs> no if pants on. Yeah. <laughs> just a t shirt. Okay, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So 34 year old guy showing himself off at a Dollarama on Bellarose Drive in St. Albert. And then Earl's and Original Joe's. Uh,
3: someone's wondering if it was Jane Jen Asian Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds about right.
2: Alright, WestJet had a really weird day. Did you hear that they had to divert two flights due to security incidents? No. A WestJet flight that was flying from Vancouver to Ottawa was diverted yesterday night because of security. Uh, it was supposed to be going uh, Vancouver to Ottawa. It was diverted to Thunder Bay to land safely. WestJet also tweeted about the incident, saying authorities determined it to be non-specific and non-credible. RCMP received information of explosives on board the plane.
3: Is this another one of those, uh, like, someone called in? I'm guessing so, yeah. remember they had a problem with that uh, a couple years ago? Yes. Someone kept making calls? Yeah. And obviously, you gotta act on it.
2: Yeah, the company did post a tweet, said that it received a threat against the flight... But authorities determined it to be non-credible. Hmm. Uh, apparently, RCMP are still investigating. That's kind of scary. Do Has anybody ever been on a flight when it's been diverted, and do they tell you why? I'm um, going to guess they
3: don't. Probably not. They probably just go, bing! We have to make a landing at uh, wherever due to...
2: Weather or due to... Or technical yeah, glitch want, or well, something. You don't want to
3: say technical glitch either. Oh, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Although I suppose you would rather hear technical glitch over explosives on board. But
3: that's true, yeah. If anyone's been on a plane, shoot us a text 56789. Uh, what actually happens if you're being diverted for something like this?
2: And did they let you guys know that there's been a threat against the aircraft? Yeah.
3: I'm
2: going to say I they I doubt don't tell it because that
3: would cause mass panic. Yeah, I'd panic. So, yeah, you'd be like, Run
2: yeah. Uh-huh. You remember that scene on Bridesmaids where she gets... <laughs> oh, no, on the- no, no. <laughs> There's a woman in colonial wear on the wing of the plane. That would be me. You have kids do that. Yes. That would be me.
3: Nice name, Stove. She so just hit the liquor cabinet <laughs> immediately. <laughs> My name is Steve. Sure
2: thing, Stove. <laughs> that was a funny scene. All right, Beth National Park officials uh, have shut down temporarily a tent camping area in two areas of the park. Uh, they say that tent campers in Two Jack, Maine and Lakeside campgrounds have been relocated. Why? Apparently, there's a, quote, bold wolf. Ooh. That's what they're calling this wolf,
3: bold. What, well, the wolf just stands there and watches? Well,
2: apparently, this wolf has an attitude problem and has no fear. They're saying the bold behavior of this wolf is evident... In her, It's a female wolf in her search for food and garbage due to increased food rewards from the public. So, in other words, people are feeding her. Mm. So, she's now walking into campgrounds like, Expecting hey bitches, the food,
3: yeah. I'm well, here! I guess... Make sure you have food on you to throw at the wolf no, if it's coming at no, you. No, no, oh, no. They, they say nope, don't, don't. That's you know, the okay. last thing <laughs> to do.
2: They say anything that has an odor or could be considered food may attract wildlife to your site. And seeing how these are tent areas, mm-hmm. uh, the bold wolf will enter people's tent and just start looking around on her own.
3: What do you do? Because we've had discussions about what you do if you have a run-in with a bear. What do you do if you have a run-in with a wolf?
2: Well, if you run into this bold wolf let her have her meal and get the hell out of there.
3: Like, do you are you supposed to play dead with a wolf? They or don't say. Do you yeah. act bigger? Throw wieners at uh, it and be like,
2: bah! I think if there's food, that wolf is not going to care how big you are. Because hmm. a wolf will take down a bear, no?
3: Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah, a wolf could take down a bear. Like, if sure.
2: a wolf really wanted to? Yeah. Do you howl at it? No. Ow! <laughs> That'd be really weird if you went into a howling battle. <laughs> I go on all fours. Yeah, <laughs> I think she, she would most likely rip your throat out. Yeah. So if you're going to be doing any tenting in baths, just make sure that uh, you know you know if your area has been
3: relocated. Now, families say never play dead with a wolf.
2: No, nope, because it'll eat your throat. <laughs> your throat? Yeah, that's where it goes. It just goes right through your throat. Yeah, because it needs you to not be breathing anymore. Says
4: who?
3: Wolffax.
2: Where did you get your wolf
3: fax? The internet. <laughs> <laughs> the internet wouldn't lie. <laughs>
2: and the internet doesn't lie. All right. How many of you guys like your smartphone that you've got right now? And uh, are you ever like, sitting around looking at your smartphone and thinking, man, this could be way bigger and I'll be all right with it? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm big into the fabulous. You like the huge phones, I like a yeah. huge phone. Uh, well... If you're an Apple product fan, apparently the iPhone 7 has been the subject of some widespread speculation, and it looks like there's been a leak. The Apple leak confirms that there will be a gigantic plus version of the iPhone 7.
3: iPhone really needs to do something different.
2: Apparently, this one is going to be large. Like, Like it's going to be like a mini tablet that you put up against your head.
3: Their last one, they went in a direction of making the phone smaller, right?
2: Yes, and now this time it's going to be large.
3: Clearly people didn't want the smaller phones, so they want larger phones.
2: Yes, Hmm. Uh, the iPhone 7 Plus is the one that everybody is uh, excited about. Much like the iPhone 6 before it, uh, people believe that there is going to be a huge one. Uh, The latest leak comes way of a video uh, that details the information that the iPhone 7 is going
3: to be huge. Hmm. I remember when uh, we went to Paris uh, years back. Uh, here in North America, all the phones, all the cell phones, were like typical iPhone size. Yeah, you had little bricks. And we get to Paris and we're like, "What the hell is everyone using?" Yeah, it was like they had tablets against their heads. You know how many years
2: ago was that? And now this is the phone that they were all using.
3: I know, and that seemed massive. Yeah, the yeah. Samsung Note Four. That was, I was at the four. What, three years ago? Yeah, four years ago. We're so far behind here on. But yeah, we were just blown away. We're like, what are they using? This is so futuristic. I know. We, yeah. Yeah, we didn't. Because <laughs> right? we didn't have the phones here yet. Yeah,
2: and some English bloke was like, it's a phablet. <laughs>
3: we're like, what? I need to Google what a fablet is. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm. All right, uh this is crazy, and this is one of the reasons why they say you should probably never go out and try to be your own storm chaser without the proper equipment. Uh A dude was broadcasting live, it looked like it was on Periscope, during an Arizona storm. And he ended up capturing the moment he was almost struck by a bolt of lightning. It literally hit the ground beside him. Damn. This is what he broadcast over Periscope. Have a listen.
4: Whoa, it's bright now. Whoa, it's foggy. Now the wind's going bad. Look at this, guys. Now I'm like a weather reporter. <laughs> I need a microphone. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, it's raining. It's raining hard now. Guys, we're live. Look at this. All I need is a microphone. Guys, we're live in Phoenix, Arizona. It's raining really, really hard. Okay, I'm going to go underneath here. Whoa. Now the wind is going real...
3: It literally struck right beside him Right beside him (sighs) He dropped his phone
4: Wow (laughs) (laughs) That thing hit like right next to me (laughs) (laughs) That was fun That made me drop my phone Wow
3: I don't know if I'd be saying wow I think I would crap my pants I think I'd crap my pants too Like you can literally see the bolt Of lightning go right beside him He's really lucky here, let's hit it with it again. Whoa. Now the
4: wind is going real...
3: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the phone drops on the ground. Yeah, I would literally crop my pens. Of course. Wow. I
2: don't like it. Like, I don't like there being, like, lightning even in my vicinity.
3: Yeah, as soon as you hear the crack, you're like... Dah! Yeah, you're, it makes it... Yeah. Hey, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the same winner of the most redneck of the year.
2: Yeah, I think that when you're in, like, a major storm like that, you do kind
3: of get a little weather, Manny.
2: Right, yeah. like You feel like you want to start filming yourself. and well,
3: Look at me trying to capture lightning bolts, right?
2: Oh, yeah. On my you're... phone,
3: I have like 3,000 photos. I'm like, damn.
2: Because you're doing the burst shots. Yeah. And you're trying to catch a strike if, with the hopes that like Sobel will put it on global or something. Well,
3: yeah. Which... I just want a good lightning bolt. And last time I put one on Instagram, uh, Crash Mars. Search <laughs> Crash Mars if you want to see it. We're still there, yeah. Um... Someone posted, they're like, um, Crash, instead of 3,000 photos, why didn't you just take a video and then screenshot your video? I'm like, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, so my last video of a lightning bolt, yeah, I yeah. Was, that's what I did.
2: Uh, this text here says that totally sounds like Seth Rogen, is it? No, it's not. It's literally no. just a dude from Arizona. Some jolly dude. Some jolly dude, hmm. yeah. All right, this story here, uh, I mean, it's it starts off sad, but it, it ends all right. Funerals and wakes are supposed to be places where you find peace following the death of a loved one. However, it was anything but peaceful Um, for a Pittsburgh funeral home. Police had to be called out after a fight broke out between between two women. Mm -hmm. What happened? Well, one of them was a police officer. Her name was Tracy Schweitzer. She was attending the visitation of her 71-year-old aunt. Mm -hmm. Now, they did have the casket open. It was open casket where people could go and say their last goodbyes to their beloved 71-year-old aunt. And that's when Suzanne showed up. Now, Suzanne is an estranged member of the family, mm-hmm. and so the family wasn't really happy when Suzanne walked in. So, Officer Tracy walked over and said, listen, Suzanne, you should probably go. Suzanne got a little upset over being asked to leave, so she went and stood in front of the casket, lifted her dress put down her panties, what? and told the dead woman who was 71 years old to
3: kiss her fat ass. What?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's why she wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> This sounds like a funeral that my family would have. This sounds
2: like Crash's family's (laughs) funeral. Oh, man. The last thing I want is Mm. my embalmed body to be on display and have someone come and pull their pants down or lift their dress up and wave their butt in front of my face. Say, kiss my... Yeah, that's not good. No.
3: Did everyone freak out? Everyone yeah. freaked
2: out, including the police officer who's who was there for her funeral. Mm-hmm. She threatened to get a gun and shoot her in the face. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> that didn't go over very well, America. Yeah, that did not go over very well. Uh, so of course, a verbal argument started mm-hmm. where people started punching and kicking each other and spitting. There's some spitting as well. Uh, police showed up and had to separate all
3: of the women. Any funeral I've been to, there's always been a fight. I don't know if it's the same with uh, everyone else. Mars, have you been to funerals? Were there any fights?
2: No, I've never seen a fight at Every a funeral. Every single time, people are Not fighting. Once.
3: Literally, people are fighting over items that they want. Like it's the wrong time and place. It to is do that. the wrong time. You don't do that. You right. don't even do it over the bad sandwiches that you get after.
2: Yeah, your family though is very. What's the good word for them? Passionate.
3: Uh, that's a pleasant word they're a,
2: <laughs> they're a very passionate
3: group they immediately that, like, go in to scoop everything yeah
2: whereas my family is much more like kind of conservative like you
3: you know you don't you pay your respects you, pay your
2: respects, you don't speak very much you get what you get Yeah. like I'm constantly being told to shh,
3: yeah. shh. like my you family know? there's no waiting for the will reading it's just you no. go in and you take
2: yeah th- if uh, there is a will people are already in the house ripping it apart <laughs> Like Do you need this window? Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um we need the back door so
2: <laughs> Yeah.
3: Where did the doorknob go? Yeah,
2: that sounds about right. Uh, this text here says geez, crash we must be related. My family is exactly the same way. Right? Yeah. Another one here says, "Oh my god, we didn't even get to my grandma's wake. After she died, her kids went in and just started ripping her house apart."
3: Yeah. That's yeah.
2: E- that's even before the funeral.
3: Yeah, my grandma's place was ripped apart. It was terrible. And then people are fighting over things that they took before any sort of will was read. It's like, what? So what, did
2: you even have the funeral for grandma yet? Or no. Everyone no. just got news that she had passed. And
3: they went in and started, literally the body was like taken out of the house and people are in there cleaning it out. What? I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh my <laughs> like, my parents are losing their mind. They're like, what is happening? It's just, it's. Oh, it was terrible. It was it's terrible.
2: like a garage sale for free. Oh go, yeah, go yeah. Free garage in sale, yeah. Free garage sale. So go like, in well, and take it out.
3: Um, I I really like this. She would have wanted me to have it, and they yeah. just go in and like clean the jewelry box out. Anything oh worth God. money. It was did she terrible. have a will? Um, I yeah, I think she did. Yeah, but, but it, it was all cleaned out. Yeah, it was. And there was nothing there to show. Uh, this text here said, "Crash, how did you turn out so so normal? Right? I'm worried. I'm going to snap one day and turn." Turn like them. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into them. Them. <laughs> this one here says, I don't believe you, Crash. Were you the first person there grabbing all the silverware? I do have a bag of silverware in the office. <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm dropping it off for the lunchroom here. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't steal it. <laughs>
2: Oh, of course. He does have a bag of silverware. I, I do, I do, yeah. You've been walking around with it. It clinks. I
3: know, yeah. And it's heavy. I'm, I've been meaning to put it in the lunchroom here. Yeah.
2: Another <laughs> one here says, crashing must be adopted. Right? No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. That's his family. <laughs> they're
3: wonderful people. Good old funerals, right?
2: All righty, in sports, uh, this was a pretty big story yesterday for golf. Multi-billion dollar mogul Nike mm-hmm. announced they're pulling out of the equipment industry. What? They're no longer doing the production of clubs, balls, and bags. Nike said they're done. Why? They are done.
3: Did they see a massive drop?
2: Yeah, they said that uh, business is just way too challenging on the golf side of things. Hmm. So they announced that they will be accelerating innovation in its golf footwear and apparel, but that's it. Clubs, no more. Balls, no more. Golf bags, no more Nike golf bags. Hmm. They say that they want to stay committed to being the leader in golf footwear and apparel. Hmm. So they're not doing anything else besides what you wear.
3: They probably saw a massive drop in people buying their golf clubs, bags and stuff. And, and balls they're like, and "Nah, It's not worth it.
2: Yeah. Uh, they're saying, though, that they are going to honor their contracts, which people are saying it's interesting to see what's going to happen to stars like Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Uh, Rory has a 250000000 million 10-year deal. That he signed only three years ago. Oh no! With
3: the swoosh. Mm hmm. So he's still so got
2: seven years left.
3: Do they cut that or
2: no? They're saying they're going to keep. I guess they're her.
3: endorsing him.
2: Yeah, they're just he will wear all Nike. His yeah. shoes will be Nike. His pants will be Nike. His mm-hmm. yeah. And same thing with uh, with
3: Tiger. They're like, sorry, you still have to use the Nike clubs. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. Uh. No. No Nike clubs. No. No. Uh. They say that they will rep Nike by way of footwear, shirts, hats, pants, and even more. Hmm. So yeah, Nike bowing out of the sports equipment realm when it comes to golf, which is a uh, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, as we get set for Rio, uh, Tokyo Olympics has announced that they will be adding five new sports for the 2020 Olympic Summer Games. Those sports include surfing, sport climbing,
3: sport climbing. I'm guessing that's like whoa. like the fastest one up the wall. Yeah, yeah, karate. Yeah, that's cool.
2: Skateboarding and baseball will be added
3: to the schedule. Skateboarding? Interesting. Skateboarding, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Canada Canada's women's soccer team started the Olympic soccer tournament with a 2-0 win over Australia, which is nice. So, 2 nothing for the ladies, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. Opening ceremonies go down tomorrow. Oh.
0: It's the Crash and Marshall show. Join the conversation. 1023
3: hell L Radio. It's nice to know I'm not the only one that has a crazy family. No, I know I can see that. that There's a lot of at stories coming in and stuff.
2: Uh, we were talking in the news about the uh, woman in Pittsburgh who was arrested after she went to a funeral. She is ex- estranged from the family. The family asked her to leave. She lifted up her dress and waved her bare butt <laughs> over the face of the woman who was deceased. And told them, uh, the dead woman, to kiss her ass.
3: Like, if that um, happened at one of my family funerals, oh, my God. It'd be a full-on
2: brawl. Oh,
3: it would be a bloodbath. Yeah. It'd be terrible. Yeah, it would be a blood. Yeah. And unfortunately, the casket would probably get knocked over. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, th- this text here, 5679, staying anonymous, says, Crash, you're not alone. Uh, just last year, we had a funeral for my dad. Mm-hmm. Two of his brothers got into a massive fist fight outside. Again, it was over the will. Mm. The will had not been read yet, and nothing was left to either of them. Oh, <laughs> So, what are they fighting each other? I have no other? idea. <laughs> They're just going off, I guess.
3: I am Jill on uh, one here. Sure. How you doing, Jill?
6: Good, how are you? Good,
3: good. Um, so, any family funeral that you have, is it like extreme drama?
1: Well, with us, it was actually our wedding. Oh, no. Oh, no. And with our wedding, I guess my two cousins, they just had, you know, a little bit too much to drink. Yeah. And they started bugging each other. It ended up turning into a full-on fist fight. They got dragged into a, another room, and they were at it. They had to get completely pulled apart. I had no idea it was going on. I was the bride. Yeah. And I only found out because I was standing as we were headed back to the hotel and I turned to my cousin, and his entire shirt is covered in blood. Oh oh <laughs> so, they've been so embarrassed to talk about it ever since, mm-hmm. and it I just thought it was funny. They got drunk, they got into a fight. Well, do
3: you even know what they were fighting over?
1: Uh, I think they were just fucking each other. One just was getting too drunk trying to drag him out onto the floor and to dance.
3: Yeah. Oh, and, and it was like, enough, enough, enough. And then yeah. it just escalated really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys took a nice oh. wedding photo after with them covered in blood.
2: Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a good wedding. <laughs> there bet. you
3: go. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for that, Jill. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty sure you've been to a wedding or two where that's happened. Oh, yeah.
3: There's been fights. As well. <laughs> there's been some fights. Basically, any family function, there's going to be fights. Because as soon as everyone shows up, initially, they're like, okay, did, so on, did uh, you invite so-and-so? Then they're like, oh, yeah, I did. I felt bad. And they're like, oh, my God. Why did you invite them? And then they show up, and they're half-corked. And they're like,
2: where are you, mother? <laughs> <laughs>
4: and then there's a fight.
2: And then there's a fight. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, my boyfriend and I have three weddings this summer. So far, at two of them, there have been huge brawls. I'm pretty sure the third one this weekend won't let us down. Any family function. Any? Yeah, they're, they're yeah. going to two out of three weddings. There's been huge brawls at. Yeah. I remember there was that one time with your family. That there was a huge thing over where people were sitting. Mm, yeah. Do you remember at that yeah, wedding and like people refused to go?
3: Yeah. Certain people don't want to sit here. Yeah. Uh, they're not gonna sit beside that person. And certain
2: oh. people felt they should have been closer to the table. Yeah. And then the bride put like two people in a closet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the hallway. <laughs> in
3: the hallway, and stuff. hallway. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's why you just don't invite family. <laughs> yes
0: the crash and Mars show. join the conversation 1023 Now radio
2: oh boy all right people are trying to compare their crazy families now to crash's crazy family
3: i'm beginning to think uh, any family event that i have to go to next yeah. i should turn it into a pay-per-view event
2: well you should just facebook like facebook live it
3: i got to got a bank on oh, this you gotta,
2: oh you want people to charge people for absolutely. it yeah absolutely
3: people will pay to watch this
2: uh this text here says at our friend's wedding the groom's ex showed up and then the groom ended up getting drunk and he kicked in uh the her new boyfriend Friend's windshield. Wait a second. What? So the groom's ex-girlfriend shows up. Yeah. The groom gets drunk. Yeah. And then kicks in his ex's new boyfriend's windshield. Why
3: did the new boyfriend show up?
2: I'm gonna say because the ex and the new boyfriend went as a couple to this wedding oh. and the groom got jealous.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that would be a bad one. Right?
2: Okay, ladies, I just want to do a quick side pull here with you, 56789. Your new husband gets drunk and kicks in the car of his ex's new boyfriend. Are you leaving him in the morning? Cuz I am.
3: Maybe it was her car? No? No, no It. They
2: no, say they it say was, it was, oh. was the new boyfriend's car cuz that means he's jealous
3: that, that she has a new his man.
2: Ex has a new boyfriend. I don't
3: know about that. I'm out.
2: No, I, I am.
3: You, at. you get the uh, marriage annulled immediately. Annulled
2: immediately. Yeah, people are like marriage annulled. annulled. Yeah, you have.
3: Bye. Yeah,
2: you have issues to deal with. Yeah.
3: People are saying, uh, "Why was he dumb enough to invite his ex?" Or do you think they just? No, showed they up? just
2: showed up. According to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. This one here says, "I wouldn't wait till the mor- the morning, Mars. I would leave him that night." What's <laughs> this, Alora from the cell side? I'd kick in his face if that was the case. What? Yeah. He'd be dumped on the spot. Yeah, no way.
3: Okay, so 100% of people agree with no you. No way. Uh, Nathaniel says, I would definitely take some gifts before I go, Oh, though. for sure, Nathaniel. That's the move.
2: <laughs> I, I agree. You, take, you clean off the gift table into yeah. your
3: Santa sack. In the little presentation box. And you jam her out. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> uh, gotta love it when families get together, right? Yeah. Just extreme drama. Oh, boy. Uh, let's jump to Barry. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I good. Good. All right. So you had some family drama at uh, your sister's funeral.
4: My sister, my baby sister, passed away very suddenly. Yeah. Um, at the funeral, you know when the family gets to write something and say something. Yeah. yeah. Like it's almost like the eulogy. Well, my older sister, I don't know if it was through grieving or her crazy bipolarness. Yeah. Okay. But my kid sister lost the paper of what she said. My older sister then took it personally and came up on to the church to where the podium was and told my kid sister, my other one, she said, uh, it should have been you lying in there.
2: What? Oh, no. And I looked,
4: at my oh, no. I looked at my sister, and I said, you're supposed to be the oldest. You're supposed to know better and do better. Yeah. And still today, um, there's a lot of resentment, and our family is not as close as it used to be. Yeah. Um, there's some people, you know what, it's like that song, God is great, beer is good, and Sometimes family's just crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's Crash's life. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that yeah.
3: song is my life.
4: Me and you both.
3: Bobby. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I hear ya. Okay, thanks so much, Barry.
4: Okay,
0: have a great day. This is the Crash and Mar Crash show. And Mar Join show. the conversation now radio. Uh,
2: grandma with the bangs texted in again. Uh, she mm-hmm. goes on to say, "Oh, I forgot to add that one of my grandma's closest friends cried and yelled, that's not her!' Right? all because of the bangs yeah. in the coffin."
3: Ultimately, yeah. like who's making that decision of they, what the aunt did? The aunt yeah.
2: The aunt did the aunt that said she always wanted bangs when she yeah. wore her hair short and curly. Hmm. Grandma didn't want bangs, but grandma got bangs.
3: Well, I guess, and rightly so. You get upset over that, right? I If, would that, mean, if that's yeah. not what you know, yeah. She, Of her looking like? Why would you give her bangs? Why would you give her bangs? That's right. Like throw a ponytail on it too? Like, no.
2: (laughs) Another one here says, hey, Crash, we moved from Edmonton uh, from New Brunswick to get away from our family drama. We had to move across the country. Mm. Somehow, though, while posted in the Arabian Sea, my brother-in-law still tries to pull us in. Ah. That's what we call overachievers. Yeah. Although Crash's whole family is in Manitoba, and they still...
3: Oh, they still try roping me in.
2: There's some messages that one day we're going to play on the air for you guys. One day. Oh, I know. We're just letting some time pass. I
3: played them by a campfire over the weekend. Yes, we did. I forgot about them. Yeah. They were gems. I know. We got to do like a compilation. Find the best of the best and play one a day. Use them until, as a new opener yeah, or whatnot. <laughs> a new opener for the show. Just <laughs> <laughs> so someone cursing me out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great start yeah. to the day, right? Just letting some
2: time pass. Oh, we'll play man. them for you. Yeah. Has anybody ever had an unexpected guest show up, too? There were a few texts that were rolling in on that. Yeah.
3: So. The uninvited, yeah. unexpected.
2: Yeah. Uh, you can keep texting those. And I have this new study for you, though, that I want to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me know what you think about this crash, because I think it's actually kind of sad. Yeah. A new survey is out. That found that only 12% of people say that the person that they are with is not the one. 12% of people Mm -hmm. say that the person that they are with is not the one. The good news is is that that means 88% of us who are coupled think that we were brought together with our significant other by
3: fate and destiny. Realistically, there's probably more than one, right? You think there's more than the one? The one? Probably because people be head over heels over someone. They're like they're the one, and then crap hits the fan. You end up breaking up, doing what you're doing, and then you find the new one.
2: Yeah. Of those twelve percent of people say that they're not with the one, they say they're literally just trying to make it work. Mm. Uh, most of them oh, say, that's yeah, I know, isn't it terrible? <laughs> they uh, a lot of them also say that they are completely unhappy with the person that they wound up with. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that they can do about it because of certain reasons. Hmm. Are you with the one? Or do you fall within the 12% and you know, you know deep down in your gut that the person that you are with
3: is not the one? And it's not saying it's a bad thing. Like, you could have a wonderful relationship. They're just not the one. Willie, really, what is the one?
2: I know what that feels like, though.
3: The one? No, not the one. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, it looks, according to your engagement ring tree, it's, uh, you've discovered that a couple times.
2: Yeah, about like 20. Yeah,
3: that, that tree is full. You know when you're not with the one. How long do you drag it out for? Uh,
2: unfortunately, I learned my lesson the last time, and I did it a year too long. Uh, I know. That's really I know. long. It yeah. should have been, like, literally, it should have been two years before it happened. <laughs> two years? Wow. Yeah, it should have been, yeah, I should have ended that two years. Damn. Are you with the one?
0: <laughs> the Crash and Marshall. Show. Join the conversation. 1023. Now radio. It
2: is Eight oh five, Guys, Uh, the only one thing in traffic for you guys, that accident, 75th Street, 94th Avenue, gone. So it's smooth sailing through there. I do, though, have a stall for you, Yellowhead Westbound at 97th Street. It is in the right lane, so stay left to get through there. If you see anything else, our phone number is 780-489-4669. And make sure if you missed any part of today's show or shows in the past, you can check out our podcast and listen to the show in its entirety. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, Mounties in Leduc are saying that a woman was pushed into the trunk of her own vehicle and driven to a restaurant parking lot before she was able to call police. In other words, she was kidnapped. She was an Edmonton woman, 24 years old. She was lured to a home on the south side where her ex-boyfriend, another man and a woman pushed her into the back of her own vehicle. She was driven to a remote spot on the south side of the city where the trio demanded that she pay back money. She allegedly owed one of them. Mountie said the abductors threatened to hurt her if she didn't pay them. The group then drove to another location on the south side of the city before uh, the police finally stepped in in the parking lot of a restaurant in Leduc.
3: How did she call the police? She must have had a cell phone on her. You just
2: dial 911 and let it sit?
3: Yeah, I guess. Because they can track your phone.
2: Can they? Or is that a movies thing?
3: No, I'm pretty sure they can track your phone. It's all GPS nowadays, right? Like I can I can figure out exactly where your cell phone is looking at a GPS map with that tracker that I installed.
2: Oh my god, you installed a tracker on my phone? Well,
3: because you lose your phone all the time. All the so time. I put a tracker on it so I can <laughs> find your phone for you. Oh. <laughs>
2: Well that's good. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like a movie thing or if
3: No, I'm pretty sure.
2: If that I have your my
3: coordinates come in when you call 911. If
2: I have my GPS turned on on my phone mm-hmm. and let's say I was in a terrible predicament. Yeah. Could I just dial 911 and let it sit there? Yeah. And would they be able to hear, well, obviously, to hear the conversation going on?
3: Yeah, and they would probably dispatch someone to, to your track, GPS coordinates. To track my
2: phone? Is yeah. there any operators listening right uh, now?
3: This text says, a couple of years ago, they made it mandatory for cell phones to be GPS-enabled for 911. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, people said they found me. What? Uh, right. oh, they found me twice. Oh, yeah. where'd you go? Uh, I don't know. They They just said, I've had it happen. They found me twice. Okay. That you if you had to call nine one one,
2: if you dial nine one one, they can track your location.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Oh yeah, here you go. They can track you even without your GPS on.
3: Oh really? That's D from Saint Albert. Mm. So it's always on with nine one one.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this one here says it's true. I was told by police if I'm ever attacked on the street to dial nine one one and to throw it so the attacker can't see it and they'll find you.
3: Mm. Well, there you go.
2: Okay, I didn't know. Great. that's Some handy info. Yeah, that is good. That's so obviously really good that's
3: how this woman was found, right? Yes, yeah. yeah and
2: everybody's uh, going to be all right. But of course, the three people who kidnapped her mm-hmm. are going to be charged. All right, more information on the Edmonton International Fringe Festival came out, which is kind of cool. Uh It's obviously one of the biggest in the country when it comes to theater. What's interesting is because of the downturn in the economy our province has seen, apparently everybody here in Edmonton is really taking part in festival season this year. Nice, Which is nice. Uh, throughout the summer, almost every weekend, there's at least one or more events to take part in. And apparently, according to new stats that are out, that is translating into big dollar dollar bills. Oh, I bet. For the local economy, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Which is good to see. So, the Fringe is out. Uh, they've they've got their festival page if you want to go and check that out. Uh, check what their lineup is. Mm-hmm. So you can go and, uh, and do the Fringe. We got a
3: Fringe this year. Yeah, we haven't fringed in a while. Yeah,
2: we haven't fringed. We're going to have to go and hang out
3: and fringe it up. Yeah. Why not? I think the last time we were there was, what, two years ago? Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with us? I know. we we terrible people.
2: Okay, this is really good news for uh, people who are fans of rodeo. An event that is billed as the toughest sport on dirt is coming to Edmonton next fall. And they're saying that it's no bull. Oh, (laughs) it's (laughs) spattering. The Oilers Entertainment Group announced it has signed a formal partnership to bring professional bull riding, or the PBR, to Rogers Place Arena.
3: Damn, that's it, huge. Yeah,
2: it will launch in November of 2017 as part of a new 10-day Western-themed festival. The three-day bull riding showcase will be broadcast on TSN. hmm Sweet. It will run November 10th to the 12th, 2017. With a one million dollar purse up for grabs. Damn. Wait a second, I don't know much about rodeos. <laughs> yeah. So these dudes ride bulls, and the winner can Top win a million bucks. bucks.
3: Huh? Yeah, that, that's a huge score.
2: The ten day festival will coincide with Edmonton's annual Farm Fair exhibition. It will also include NHL hockey, live entertainment, and community events and activities celebrating Western lifestyle.
3: Sweet. See, it doesn't that sound like an awesome party? It you does. You know, Northlands is like son of a. <laughs> <up." laughs> <laughs> 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 yeah, they are. You kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, huge. that's Yeah. That's the same PBR, because uh, they have a PBR uh, Rock Bar in Las Vegas, right? That's the one we sat at.
2: Is that PBR Bar? That's yeah, a, oh, PBR. Okay.
3: Yeah, I just pulled a picture up. PBR Rock Bar and Grill. Yeah, in front of Planet Hollywood. Yeah, that place is a party. When stuff is going on there, damn. With all the outdoor TVs and stuff. I, I yeah.
2: had no idea that it was that big that they would have their own bar yeah, on the same Vegas Strip. Yeah, yeah.
3: Hmm. That's well, huge.
2: There you go. Big yeah. announcement. So that is uh, not this fall, but the fall of 2017 for rodeo fans. The PBR.
3: This post on the app. Mm, tight jeans and cowboy boots.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going to find me in November of 2017? <laughs> you won't need to GPS my phone. No, no. <laughs> just go to the Rogers Arena and I'll be there. Yeah. Just walking around.
3: She'll just be waiting at the Gretzky statue.
2: Yes. That, <laughs> yes, I will be. That's right. All right. This story uh, comes out of Toronto. Apparently some uh, folks in the downtown core got a little upset because they thought they saw a man with a gun in one of the windows of the apartments near the downtown core. So people started to call police, obviously, because it looked like the man was walking in front of the window Mm -hmm. with a gun. So people got a little on edge, as you do, and you call the police. Well, the police showed up, and uh, they arrived on scene. They did not find a man with a gun, but they (laughs) did... they did find a man who was moving his Terminator cutout around his... <laughs> <laughs>
5: Are
3: you serious? <laughs> this is a life-size Terminator cardboard cutout? <laughs> he was like
2: cut out of Arnold Schwarzenegger
3: oh no and the
2: dude was redecorating his apartment
3: so he go and put it in this <laughs> corner and then be like nah it doesn't look good walk back and be like oh my god he's got a gun and people on the street thought he was pacing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you call on
2: something like well, that well I think people said from where they were standing because you think about you're looking up right like let's say even if it's only three stories yeah if you don't have like the greatest vision, it could look like a man pacing with a gun. No, you don't think. Oh, that dude's redecorating as a well, with this Terminator. Yeah. Nobody cut thinks
3: out. you have a Terminator cutout.
2: <laughs> now the, Tro- <laughs> the Toronto police, once they got there, found the humor in it, so they started tweeting out yeah. a lot of uh, Terminator references mm-hmm. as well.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna think. I'm thinking this is gonna happen every couple weeks because what was the story Ugh. we had a couple weeks ago? Remember, it was like some kid that people were calling because it was like a couple floors up and someone thought uh, he had a gun or something. wasn't I don't
2: remember that story. Why can I not remember it right forget now? I forget
3: what it was. I think he was playing a game.
2: A game? and it, Maybe he had like mis- a
3: lightsaber or something. I don't know. And people but mistaken people it. People thought it yeah. was a gun. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, the Toronto police first of all tweeted out person with a gun, Grange Avenue and Augusta Avenue, man seen with gun, no injuries, police on scene. Mm-hmm. Then once they figured out he was redecorating with his Terminator <laughs> cutout, they put, update... Uh, Police on the scene have located a Terminator cutout holding a gun. Hashtag, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, That story is very funny. It made me laugh. Uh, Another story that's going to make you laugh this morning is North Korea is getting involved in the news. Uh, North Korea, of course, is making some announcements. Uh, They say that the world can all double middle finger because they are working on a five-year plan that will paint their flag on the moon For all to see when it shines down.
3: I don't think the moon works like that. It's not a light bulb. Well, what
2: they want to do is they want to paint a gigantic North Korean flag Yeah. so that any stargazer who is looking at phases of the moon at least once will see a giant North Korean flag on the moon.
3: I'm just getting into, uh, what would you call it, like telescoping?
2: Yeah, it would be that, sure. Um,
3: Astrology? Astrology? I don't want to see that on the moon. No. I don't think that'll ever happen on the moon. Although it is North Korea, it is North
2: Korea. They like to make a lot. Of, didn't they just demand war against the states? A couple yeah, whatever happened ago? with that? Well, it didn't yeah. happen. So, <laughs> this they're just uh, they're just making some noise this morning with painting their flag
3: on the moon. <laughs> so, uh, what's his face? There can he eat his cheese platter and look at the moon. Yeah,
2: that's right, <laughs> Kim Jong Un. Yeah. yeah, a Florida woman had a newly adopted kitten. And she was taking it home, but she didn't have a carrier for it. So she just let it run around in the car. Mm -hmm. Okay, no big deal. Well, it vanished into the dashboard of her car. (laughs) And it wouldn't come out. Oh, no. Uh, She said that she was driving the kitten home after adopting it when it crawled up into the dash console of her 1995 Monte Carlo. Mm. And it refused to come out. That's
3: a big dash.
2: She said that she could feel him, but they couldn't reach him. So what did she do? She took the vehicle to a mechanic shop. yeah. And the mechanic there happened to be a cat owner and a cat lover. So he destroyed the vehicle with a chainsaw.
3: What? <laughs> How terrifying for the cat! You're taking a chainsaw to the dash.
2: The mechanics tried taking the dash apart. They still couldn't reach the cat. She says they disassembled, disassembled rather, my dash piece by piece, still looking and looking. When there was nothing more that they could do, she said, "We ha- uh, They said we have to use the chainsaw to cut it out. Your car is only worth about eight hundred
3: dollars.
4: <laughs> Don't worry, man. You drive a crap
3: box. <laughs> We're going to scrap it anyways after we're done getting your kitten.
2: (laughs) The kitten was found safe and sound after the car was destroyed with a chainsaw. And she named the kitten Monty in honor of her old vehicle, which went to the scrapyard.
3: (laughs) Do you have a picture of the car? Please tell me they took Uh, pictures. Did they take
2: a picture of it? They
3: had to have. And there's no possible way you need to take a chainsaw to your dash to get a kitten out. Just unbolt everything. Yeah, yeah. That is the worst mechanic ever.
2: Well, it's Florida. He tried everything. He took the dash apart. Of
3: course, it's Florida. He
2: could hear the cries of a baby kitten. Mm -hmm. So he took a chainsaw to it. He says he is a cat lover himself, and he's got a few at home.
3: I don't think he's a cat lover if he's taking a chainsaw to the dash.
2: (laughs) Ma'am, your car is only worth about $800. How insulting. (laughs) Uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, if you're getting your girlfriends together and maybe you're hoping that you're going to have a mom's night out to see the movie Bad Moms, you might want to listen to this story so you don't do this. Seven women uh, in Lincoln, Washington were kicked out of a movie theater for being bad moms. Mm. The babysitter of one of the women who had, that they had lined up had canceled at the last minute. So she took her nine- month-old along to the movie, okay because mm-hmm. all the moms want to
3: go yeah
2: uh, well while they were at the theater, they ignored the baby, and the women
3: got loaded. Oh no, super drunk. Did they just leave the baby?
2: Uh no, they well, they were just
3: drunk with the baby.
2: You they were super drunk with the baby and) <laughs> oh, no. Apparently during the movie theater the ladies were cheering loudly, cheersing loudly, Mm -hmm. and one woman was seen tinking her wine glass on the baby's
3: head. What movie did they go see? Bad moms. Oh it was bad moms. So all these bad moms went to go see bad moms. moms. You look cute. Cheers, buddy. Cheers,
2: (laughs) Cheers, little buddy. Do you like this movie or what? Mom, your mom's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Tops down, girls. People who were sitting around the group of seven women, the group of seven moms, uh, complained to management. They were escorted from the theater and they were put into taxis. Mm, So so if you're going to go see Big Moms, moms.
3: <laughs> bad moms. Yeah, not bad big moms. moms.
0: Oh, no, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not big moms, sorry. <laughs> bad moms
3: a, That's different. That's something you find on the internet. Yeah,
2: that's right. If you're going that's what crash google's big moms. <laughs> if you're going to see bad moms, you might want to behave yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, and one last quick one here. This is actually a really interesting study. Um do you guys have your tonsils? Uh this actually is just for women. It doesn't mm. apply to men. Women, do you have your tonsils? Uh Amanda Yeah, here. she had hers ripped out. Last year. Yeah. It was awful. She was yeah, in the hospital was for a while. Yeah. Do you uh, have yours? I have my tonsils, yes. Really? Uh, and ladies, do you have your appendix?
3: Do you have yours? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You're all intact? I'm all intact. Logan, well, you all intact? Yeah. Yeah, she's perfect. good
2: to go. Well, if you're a lady and if you don't have your tonsils and if you don't have your appendix,
5: mm-hmm.
2: you might want to um use birth control or get ready to have a lot of babies because doctors have now found that women who don't have their tonsils or appendix are more fertile than ladies who do. Why? Women with their appendix removed appears to be more likely to get pregnant as are women who have their tonsils removed. They say they're actually somewhat surprised at the results. Why would they be more fertile? Uh, They have no idea.
3: Like, I, I don't think they're connected in any way. No, they? they're not. To <laughs> no. what needs to be no. produced in that area. <laughs> no,
2: nope. Researchers say that the results uh, show that these women should probably be told when having the operations that they might end up with, uh, you know, becoming more fertile.
3: Yeah. Someone's saying we need to get a hold of Rach and ask <laughs> if she's all intact or if she has um, her tonsils gone you and guys, it's her Rachel. gone.
2: She doesn't have an appendix or her tonsils. <laughs> it's Rachel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. Right. Uh now like she's family. Done Do you guys uh agree with this? Like uh the ladies I don't know. who have uh, had their tonsils taken out and their appendix taken out, did you find that you were more fertile? Yeah, like did you
2: get did you get pregnant like right away that like, yeah. you got your tonsils out you're and like and oh, you-
3: I think we're going to try. Oh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought about it? Yeah. Mm. Bam, baby. Bam baby. Uh this says not true guys. Oh, okay. I've neither uh and I've tried getting pregnant for 6 months, no baby. No baby. Okay. What are some other methods? Uh I don't that, know. The uh, now family member. She doesn't have
2: her tonsils or her appendix?
3: Uh I have neither. Neither. Okay. Yeah. So she doesn't, no, have she doesn't have them. yeah. Well
2: keep trying because science says that should be pretty easy.
3: It's just an excuse to keep trying.
2: Or maybe it's him.
3: <laughs> so what's uh, what does he need to do? He needs Get to better underwear that needs, keeps the pits yeah. away from the mm-hmm. body.
2: Yeah, it's not just yeah. your
3: fault. Go buy your hubby some new undies. Yeah.
2: The ones that let it flow down yeah,
3: low. like the elephant trunks the ele- Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> Alrighty, uh, in sports. Okay, uh, well, lots going on. First of all, if you guys were watching any football yesterday, it was a late night for football fans in Winnipeg. Nasty weather with lightning and rain delayed the kickoff between the Bombers and the Cats for over 90 minutes. I actually saw two tornadoes touchdown in southern Manitoba. Damn. Uh, yeah. Eventually, the game started at 10 p.m.
3: See, at that point, I'm leaving. And
2: didn't wrap up until 1 a.m. Ugh.
3: Would That's a late game. Would you game. stick around?
2: No. Not if I
3: had to work in the like morning. Like any Oilers game that we go to, we're like, oh my god, what time is it? I know. We end up leaving.
2: <laughs> uh, many fans stuck it out, and a good thing they stayed. Uh, the Bombers started off with a 40, 34 nothing lead on Hamilton, so mm. would you stay till 1 a.m. to watch the Bombers Hell fight? Hell
3: no. A Friday night? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you just party. Because then it's fun, yeah. Work night? No.
2: Edmonton Eskimos, uh, play Ottawa on Saturday. So that's going to be a good game. Kickoff is at five o'clock.
0: This, this is the Crash and Mars show. Join the conversation now radio.
2: Alrighty. Uh, did you guys see the story about that dude in Calgary who just had like a series of unfortunate events? No. Did you read about this? Uh, well, this dude, um, he's, uh, he's a single dad. His name is Steve Hyde. He's 53 years old. Mm-hmm. From Calgary, he was out in Crows Nest Pass with his two daughters when. Uh, He had a series of things happen to him. Uh, First, he got his motorhome and his trailer stuck in a ditch.
3: Oh, drag.
2: Okay, so he was like, Ah, God. Yeah. A couple came by uh, on the highway to help them and escort them to the dirt bike paths. The reason being is because they were, like, they were biking. They were dirt biking around. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he went with him and his daughters. The group was riding along when all of a sudden the 53-year-old started to feel unwell. Before he realized it... His girls and the good Samaritans that stopped to help him with his motorhome yeah. biked ahead and were out of sight. So he thought to himself, before I go any further, I'm just going to sit here. I'm not feeling very good. He said he laid on his back. He was there for 15 minutes by a stream. He did not recover. Yee. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but he didn't recover like one little bit to get back. Yeah. Uh, he said he saw himself laying on the ground. He, he saw trees. He saw clouds and he thought, you know
3: what? I'm just going to die here. So well, what was going on? Like, was his heart hurting or what?
2: Well, he attempted to turn around to make his way back to the parking lot because I guess where the motorhome was stuck. Yeah, they wanted to go dirt biking. So there was a parking lot where the Good Samaritans, the daughter and him all went biking together. Yeah, he went back to the parking lot. And that's when a group of people on quads intervened. Mm-hmm. So quadders came by and they're like, you don't look good, dude. They switched into gear and said, leave your bike here. Get on our quads. One quad raced ahead to cell phone range to call the ambulance. The other guy got in front and started going over big boulders. Mm -hmm. And once they got to the opening, the ambulance was there. The medical personnel there told him he was having a heart attack and he was in critical condition. As he was being transported to the air ambulance, he pleaded... For them to go back because he needed to find his daughters. Yeah. The RCMP officer said, we're going to go find your daughters. Uh, they did. And they bought them some pizza. Oh,
5: nice. So, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it was all good. He's okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and he says that it was just like the wildest ride of his life. So he gets his motorhome stuck.
3: Yeah, just randomly gets stuck. Did he get stressed out over that, probably? That's why I'm going to say there was a little yeah. bit of
2: stress about that, yeah. Loses his daughters. Yeah. Lays down next to a stream to die. Some quarters come by. They pick him up, he gets into an ambulance, they say, yeah, you are in, like, critical condition with your heart attack, let's get going. Uh, he says he's really happy now, and thankful that all these people happen to be by.
3: Well, yeah, thankfully he didn't just stay laying by the river.
2: Uh, yeah, well, when it came to the daughters, search and rescue crews were called in to look for girls, but a couple of search and rescue crews got a little overzealous in their searching, mm-hmm. and, uh... They drove off a steep embankment what? and they had to be rescued too. <laughs> it was
3: <laughs> <laughs> jeez, they're okay. Everybody yeah. is okay. <laughs> wow. But
2: with this guy and his series of unfortunate events. Yeah. I want to know what happened to you that made you stop and say F my life.
0: The Crash and Marshall. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio.
2: Alright, we're talking about your F my life moment mm-hmm. uh when you just sat back and you're like, "You know what?" That just f my life. Mm-hmm. Like right now, uh, I want to read you this one. Staying anonymous. This one's gonna. This one's gonna make you cringe. Are you ready? Says, uh, "Good morning, guys." The moment that I said uh, FML mm. was my husband dropped me off at work. Ten minutes later, I got a text saying, "I just dropped her off. I'll be there in a few minutes, baby."
5: Oh no! No!
3: Oh! Oh, that's a brutal one. Does she say how she replied?
2: I texted him back and said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, What do you mean, Megan? Oh, that's probably not her name. And I said, My name isn't Megan. Yeah. Not even close. Oh, no. F my life. I'm guessing that
3: was the end of that, the she relationship. Say yeah. <laughs> she just
2: stopped. She just stopped. <laughs> it like trailed off. Oh, that is brutal. She, she ended it with an FML. Yeah. So I don't know when that was, if that was recent.
3: Guys, if you join any cheating. Make sure you yeah. know who you're texting. Because
2: that's. Uh, that's, that's,
3: that's <laughs> it's not funny. It's, this it's, post cringe.
2: Yeah, it, I know as soon as that came in, it was like I just squeezed my butt cheeks together a little bit. Like, oh, that is terrible. Honey, that terrible. One sucks, sucks, sucks.
3: Uh, Nathan, how you doing today, man? Good, hey, how are you today? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, did you have an F my life moment? Absolutely. Okay, one what was, was going driving, on? Uh, <laughs> one night I was driving my girlfriend home, and I
1: noticed my car was kind of making a funny noise. But I was like, you know what, I don't have far to go. I'm just going to drop you off, go back home, and I'll take a look at it. I was about halfway to her place, and then just as I'm about to come down the hill, next thing I know, my front tire falls off and starts rolling down the hill, and, you know, my car hits the ground and just comes to a dead stop. Oh,
3: I was like, oh, that's
1: just fantastic. Yeah,
3: and you got your girlfriend in the car?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and it was, like, 2 a.m., too, so I was just thinking, like, I was basically screwed because I wasn't sure what I was going to do.
3: Right? (laughs) If your car is skidding on the ground, too, you're like, oh, son of a... Even if you got your tire, now you got to wedge a jack under and try getting it back on. Oh, yeah, exactly. And probably all your lug nuts are sheared off.
6: Oh, yeah, I think I found one. The last <laughs> one that
4: fell off before the tire was
3: gone. <laughs> one. Oh, no. Oh, what time did you end up getting home at? Uh, I think it was about 4.30 when I finally got back home. Oh, what mm. a drag. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's a bad one. Okay, thanks, yeah. Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you.
4: Here we go again. Crashing in
0: the morning.
3: Now 8.40, good morning, guys. Good morning. I uh, got a text from Tina in Sandy Beach. It's cool. her daughter Harley's 10th birthday today. Oh, wow. Oh, it's going to be a good one.
2: Uh, yeah, it is going to be a fantastic one because mm-hmm. uh, Harley... For your 10th birthday, and there being a little bit of summer left, two yep. things. Number one, your mom's taking you to the airport right now. You guys are going
3: to Disneyland. Yep, absolutely. Love Disneyland. Which is awesome. And it doesn't end there. You're going on an African safari.
2: Yes. That is fantastic. You get to pet fantastic. a giraffe. Yeah. Uh Giraffes, lions, mm-hmm. uh, probably a panther or two.
3: And they're all friendly.
2: They're all super friendly. Yeah, And get this. Your mom will tell you... Uh, and probably in about 20 minutes here,
3: you don't have to go to school anymore. Oh, yes. You get to hang out with your friends all day. Come
2: September, no
3: school for Harley. And eat all the candy you want. You're done. This is the Crash and Mar Show.
0: Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio.
3: All right. uh,
2: Somehow we started talking now about being put under and it either being the best experience of your life or the worst experience of your life next Friday. After the show. I'm doing, I'm doing, and someone actually texted in what the procedure is. It's called conscious sedation.
3: Conscious sedation? Yeah. What is that? So you're going to be awake for it? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Well, that's not bad. Yeah,
2: so that's okay. Yeah, you're not being knocked out completely. No, I think I was given the option, though. And that's the thing is I've been weighing it, and I'm like, well, I think I'm going to stay awake. Mm. Uh, but this text here says, Mars, don't even worry about the dentist. Right? I had the cons- conscious sedation at a recent dental appointment. It was the best thing ever. Yes, I was awake, but I didn't care. I got slippers, a blanket, a blindfold. They gave me a blindfold too. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was groggy for the rest of the day, but the following day, I was fine. Just drink a lot of water. You'll be all right. That's from Jennifer out in
3: Belmont. So you have that option or you can be completely put under Yeah, I'm not going under. I'm not going under. That's the best sleep ever. If Uh, I could be put under once a year, like, you don't have to work on me. I just want to be put under for once a year, and then I I get all caught up in my sleep. That would be fantastic. And you feel all rested and you're good to go? Well, yeah, you wake up, you kind of feel crappy, but it's you're literally, you're not thinking about anything, you're not doing anything, your body is uh, completely rested.
2: I don't like it. I don't know if I'm allergic to it. It's never happened to me. Mm-hmm. I've never had that done. I want to know from you guys, um, what are you, some of your... Uh, perhaps worst being put under stories.
3: This is not going to go
2: well. We can balance it out with some of the best. because there's. <laughs> but if you've got some really bad ones, uh, like my sister-in-law said that when she was put under, she woke up and puked for like a full day. I did puke. Yeah, she yeah. said
3: it was pretty gross. Yeah, the so, couple times that I've been put under, you get up yeah. and you're like, whoa, because you get dizzy, right? Yeah, and you just feel dizzy. Like, yeah.
2: All right, have you been put under? <laughs> did you love it or did you hate it? This,
0: this, this is the Crash and Mars show. Marsh Join show. the conversation. One, zero, two, three. Now radio.
2: All right, Marzi's going for a little procedure next Friday.
3: It's not my boobs. No, nah, it's not a boob job. It's my face. My teeth. My face. <laughs> <laughs> you Nose, know, and yeah.
2: cheek implants. Just getting all my implants put in. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm just having some dental stuff doing. They're going to consciously sedate me, though. So I'm going to be sedated but conscious. Do they cover your eyes because yeah. you'll
3: like have the like crazy the eyes The last on?
2: time I had, because I had this same procedure done. They have to do it about every 10 years or so. Uh, they gave me a blindfold. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here, though, about being put under. Yeah. Because Crash it. thinks it's the greatest thing it in the is. world.
3: I've been put under many times
2: says, Crash is lying to you, Mars. No, I'm not. Waking up during uh, your sedation is not as rare as you think. It happened to me during an emergency C-section in the year 2000. I could feel everything. No. I could feel the scalpel cutting Mm. through. Oh. I could feel the doctor pulling my son out of me. What? He was tugging and pulling and pulling. It was like he was gutting a salmon. It was nauseating. I tried screaming, but because I was put under,
3: I couldn't. No, you're just reciting that movie. No, that Jessica this Elba woman's was in. story
2: is true. My arms were strapped down, so I couldn't move. They even had to remove my uterus. It was sitting on a tray near my head.
3: What? See, so you had your eyes open. Like you open, and you're just like, no.
2: The doctor was surprised that day when I asked him what it was. No one realized that I even saw anything. They weren't paying attention, I guess.
3: I'm pretty sure that uh, they hook you up with monitors and stuff, so obviously your heart rate would be skyrocketing. Not in
2: that woman's case. No. She was looking at her uterus. Well, she was being cut open.
3: Where did you go to get this done? When you see your uterus being slapped down in a tray. <laughs> That's when you know you have a problem? That, like, that. that
2: is a scarring moment. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: is a just, scarring moment. Well, especially for you, if you're just getting dental work and your uterus ends up on a table, that's a problem. I, <laughs> I can honestly say that's not happening.
2: This text here says that's pretty normal for a C-section. You can usually feel them pu- pulling and tugging, and yeah, they remove your insides and then they put them all back in,
3: <laughs> just if, like a, a Ziploc. Yes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> this one here says, I-, "I have a C-section scheduled in September." That d-bag didn't need to share that story. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that is hilarious. Oh, ladies, uh, I love you. Danielle, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good.
3: Excellent. All right, so uh, have you been put under?
1: Yes. Um, I actually had a colonoscopy okay. um, not too, too long ago. Yeah. And uh, they gave me sentinel to put me out. And I, no word of a lie, woke up midway through. No. The surgeon, yeah, he had the scope up my butt. Mm-hmm. And Okay, this is where it kinda gets fuzzy. I think they were talking about that song Layla, and they were like humming it or something. And I
5: Layla,
1: <laughs> and I, I, started singing, Got Me On My Knees Layla, oh, but it was like horrible and slurred. That would be so creepy. Oh my God.
5: Layla
1: and the scope is still like you know up there and whatever and I didn't care at all because I was high out of my yeah. tree and then I fall back asleep so anyways I wake up after the procedure and I'm thinking oh my god I think I was singing during my colonoscopy but I was like okay maybe not so the surgeon comes in and is talking to me and I said okay I just have to ask I'm sorry did I start singing and he's like yep you did
3: Oh, so you, you woke <sighs> up and you saw everyone but you didn't feel any pain
1: no no like it didn't bother me at all i think because of the fentanyl i didn't care at all
3: you know what it probably is as you were singing they're like oh my god you can't sing (laughs) and they probably gave you another shot to knock you out again
0: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) this is the Crash and Mars Show. Yeah. Join the conversation. one of 2 3 now radio. What is this we probably
3: shouldn't have had this conversation. I know, because now I'm thinking about counseling.
0: <laughs> you you
3: I need to live, go through with it. I
0: can live with
2: it
3: the way it is. No, what if it falls off?
2: It's not then going you're to. you're be whistling Dixie. Um, I know. Uh, this one here says, Mars, as an adult, I've had abdominal surgery four times, dental surgery, under conscious sedation twice. I wish I could do all dental work under con- conscious sedation. Mm-hmm. The best thing is, you don't have to hold your mouth open They do it for you. You don't really feel any of it. Uh, The only thing that I remember about the whole thing is that your groin area will get very hot. What? It's a tad embarrassing, maybe
3: even sweat. <laughs> just, a, just a giant <laughs> so, wet spot. <laughs> so, so don't wear pants that show sweat. Oh, and you're gonna wear your white pants that day. Wait a second, I'm gonna
2: get groin sweat. Well, I was gonna wear these are like a red pant. Yeah, you'd will, probably
3: see that. No, you'll see because yeah, because they would go wet. dark, dark red or dark maroon. Yeah, they say
2: it's a bit embarrassing.
3: Why do you? Why do your parts get hot? I don't know why the groin. She says
2: the groin gets really warm.
3: For the dude, does it work differently? Were you like no, I, excited? I,
2: no, I don't know. This is a woman. She just says that her, her groin area got
3: hot and it sweated. I was trying to think. Remember when you came into uh, the dentist because you thought they were killing me? Yeah. Did, well, did, you. yeah. I, I, I thought you died. On the did day. I have wet spots on my groin?
2: I don't remember if you did or not. I was just happy to see you alive because
3: <laughs> it was supposed to be two hours and it ended up being four and I freaked out. <laughs> uh, Sandra, how are you doing today? Good. Excellent. All right, so uh, we're, have you ever been put under?
6: Well, actually, no. I couldn't be because I was pregnant, and I needed to have a root canal then. Oh, no. no. Yeah, but I worked nights as a cartographer. Okay. So they could only give me just a little bit of Novocaine.
5: Yeah.
6: And so I fell asleep. And when when they were done and they woke me up, the dentist said that was the first time he'd ever had anybody sleep through a, milk, uh, through
3: a root canal. <laughs> Yours is out oh cold? I was out oh cold. I just slept through the whole thing. You're like, well, I'm
2: pregnant. I'm yeah. tired.
3: You're like, mama needs a nap. Yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is the
7: only chance I get to lay
2: down
3: right? ever in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: it
7: was, it was my fourth child, so it was really kind of nice to just... just Get
3: a good sleep. <laughs> did, when you uh, woke up, did you feel like crap or you're just like, oh, well, that was good? Yeah, yeah, it was a good
0: nap. <laughs> <laughs> Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join
3: the conversation. We're taking your stories on uh, if you've ever been put under. Yeah. Uh, the wonderful things that go on during surgeries. Yeah. Someone said the only uh, time that you should question anything is if you wake up with your. Undies at your ankles.
2: Yeah, no, I know. That's believe me, you guys. You don't have to remind me of that. I've actually thought about
3: that. Are you worried about people talking about you, looking at your parts, or like taking uh, pictures? No,
2: I'm not. You know what? I did think about that, but it, it that's the that's low on the list. It's really low on the list. I'm just worried about having a reaction or and
3: dying on the or table. dying.
2: Yeah. You, know, you guys don't hear me on the Monday. I mean, you know what happened? I died in the dentist
3: chair. Or your dental procedure didn't work, and you don't want to be whistling Dixie or on that. the
2: air. Uh, Dean says, I was scheduled for a total knee replacement, and for that they do a spinal tap, which freezes you from the waist down. Anyhow, I researched it, when it came time to do the surgery, I didn't want the spinal tap. Hmm. So I willed it not to work.
3: Oh, no. Yeah, I got, no.
2: They ended up putting me under instead. It yeah. was
3: all right, Mars. You'll be okay. See, you're fine. Yeah, I know I'll be okay, yeah. but... Uh, here, I have another knee one. It's uh, Kim. How are you doing?
7: Uh, excellent.
3: excellent. Excellent. All right, so have you been put under?
7: I have. How did it go? Uh, well, I had a total new knee replacement a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, if it takes one sledgehammer to knock most people out, it takes about four for me. Oh, oh. I feel like I do the same way. Oh, yeah. I fought it tooth and nail.
3: Kim, you can't fight it. Just let it happen.
7: <laughs> I'm a good fighter. I'm a good <laughs> <Yeah>. fighter. <laughs> what happened was um, I woke up, and I was in a construction zone. There was hammering and drilling and nailing. and Oh, I- my God. Oh, my God. Crap. And so I... I looked at the doctor, and I said, I think I asked for the
3: quiet room. <laughs> That's what you said to the doctor? <laughs> As he's annihilating your kneecap?
7: Oh, my God. It was, I didn't know what had happened, but the next thing I know, I was waking up in recovery, and I was fine. Boy, I think they, oh
3: they gave you another shot. They're like, yeah. and she won't stay down. They're like,
2: you're just going oh. to sleep. <laughs> um, did you feel it? Um, I didn't feel it, but boy, did
7: I hear it.
3: <laughs> Ooh, That's bet, terrible. That's the, terrifying. The sound of it is probably ingrained in your brain now, right?
7: My God. I can still feel the sound. Oh, my
3: God. Oh, well, my you, God. It would vibrate your bones. Oh, my God.
7: It was like. You know, it was like the Shaw Center being put together or whatever, but <laughs> oh my gosh, Jeez. <laughs> just something else. But in the end, I mean, the whole thing turned out super well. Everything is great. Yeah. But I really wasn't expecting to wake up. I told them how, how hard it was to put me out. And obviously somebody didn't listen. No. Yeah. Well,
3: see, Mars, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If you do wake up, you don't feel it.
7: <sighs> you don't feel it. And
0: ask for the four or five sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023
4: Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening. And remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 5.30 to 10 a.m. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.